Hi, Brian. Thank you for coming onto my podcast today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a very important subject. Um, I think it's important to me. I have three brothers, uh, and I know um, just the community out there of men who who have um, challenges trying to express their feelings. So I met, um, I'm not sure who it was, who was at the uh, Indigenous Day um, event, but they, you guys had a booth there for Men's probably Shed. Punch Jackson okay. or Morris Reed. There's, there's many of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw that and I had to ask questions and I thought, you know what, I need you guys on my podcast because we have to have these conversations. So... Um, we are here to talk about mental health for men today, right? Um, anyone, regardless of gender, can struggle with that uh, mental health, and um, but men also struggle with it. I find, right? Um, they they have a uh, struggle reaching out for support sometimes, right? Because um, most men are told to to man up, um, but we know that's dangerous. I actually ended up watching a, a CBC documentary called "Digging in the Dirt," so it had to do with mental health uh, men in the in the oil oil uh, oil patch, right. and um, I think it was a powerful uh, documentary because we saw that as a result of men manning up or hiding their feelings, many things happened: suicide, um, drugs, alcohol, prostitution, um, you know, abuse, uh, uh, taking it out on on their loved ones. So I think it's a very important subject, a topic that we're going to be talking about today. But first, we need to hear your story and how sure. it relates to Men's Shed. So please go ahead. Well, thanks, Malida. Thanks very much for having me. My, my name is Brian Sawyer. Yes. I'm from here in Edmonton. I'm uh, on the board for uh, Edmonton Men's Shed Association. Mm. And also, I'm the program manager for Men's Sheds Canada. Okay. And so... Uh, and just about, you know, there's 3,000 sheds across the oh, world. Oh, wow. So my story is my story. Yeah, yeah. But in those 3,000 sheds, everyone is different. And, of course, every man in there is different. And yeah. And if there's 20, if this is 50,000 shedders out there. Yeah. So uh, I can That's tell you great. my perspective. Yes, I'd be, please. I'd be glad to. Um, I guess growing up here in in, uh, <clears throat> in Alberta, I I grew up in a, in a my, my roots are from... Uh, Pioneers, uh, folks who worked the land and worked very hard and and had to every day. Wow! And uh, big family, but they all had to chip in. And it was really about uh, getting or staying alive in the first place, and and then mm. maybe getting ahead. So it was very much a work ethic. Right. And so we uh, were taught to keep our nose to the grindstone. Oh yeah. And uh, there's there's no room for. Uh, <laughs> well, I I don't know if I can do this, or yeah. I don't know. I'm a kind of afraid if yeah. I can't do this. You know. Um, uh, feelings really, as you said, weren't on the table for very mm -hmm. much for most of my life. And that's just the culture that we grew up in. Right. And that's the homesteader culture. And, and even though I grew up in the city, it carried, you know, it's a generational right. thing. Right. Yep. So, um, that's one of the factors that contributed to, uh, men just, the men in my life did never did talk about their feelings. Right. And, uh. And so there was some dysfunction and there's some trauma in my, in my history uh, going way back. One of my grandfathers was uh, abusive and another one uh, oh. abandoned his family. Wow. And so that was uh, something that I, had, that I grew up with mm -hmm. and kind of had to live down. Right. Uh, I'm going to say they, they, were, they couldn't express themselves, so they took it out on their families mm -hmm. or, they, or they abandoned them. Right. So... Uh, I spent much, much of my life, I guess, reacting in reaction mode to that. 
I'm not going to be that. I'm not the kind of guy who abandons. So I will stick to it to the end. Oh, and wow. that's the kind that was, you know, that's the short version of my story. Mm-hmm. But uh, very much focused on work, doing well, and supporting other people, being very supportive. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I come across and have come across as a very nice, nice man. Nice you do man. appear that yeah. way. <laughs> uh, and therefore, but, uh, you know, sometimes to the detriment of myself, I will serve others first before me. Oh. So that's just in my nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but I very much liked the, I uh, found the company of men. I, I searched out uh, men's uh, support groups, men's groups. I just yeah. like talking to men about things that are not about hockey or farming Good or, for you. or business. There's, you know, there's a few deeper things than that. Yeah. And found uh, a, a number of groups in my life over about three decades. Uh, one of them was very intense, sort of in-your-face uh, personal development group. Oh. And that's where you, you we really dealt with... Um, our, our, our trauma from uh, uh, our lives, our previous lives, yeah. um, but really facing uh, what, what it was that was stopping us, our hurdles in life, our emotional hurdles that we never got rid yeah. of, and the uh, negative self-thoughts that we right. grew up with. And so that's very much, that's really deep, intense personal work. Mm-hmm. Works for a lot of us, some, yeah. of us, some of us. That doesn't work for most men. That's right. a little too confrontational. Right. So while I really enjoyed sitting in circle with men, and I've been in hundreds of circles with men ah. uh, that are about deep, doing deep personal work, mm-hmm. that leaves out a whole lot, most of the majority of men who do not, who, yeah. that just scares them away. Wow. And, and really, they maybe not don't need to do yep. deep personal work. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of men who would like to have a chat, like we're having right now, yeah. that is about personal things, oh. in a safe place. Oh, my God. And that's the important thing, is in a safe place yes. with other men. Yes. Now, for some reason, I'm not saying that uh, that women make it unsafe, no. but there's certain things that men share. Absolutely, that, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, our experience, especially uh, men of my age, grew mm-hmm. up in a in an environment where it wasn't necessarily a proud. We weren't necess- There was all kinds of reasons to be not proud of being a man, frankly. Oh wow! Uh, with the rise of feminism, yeah, um, and the fact that there's domestic violence, which mm. we didn't hear about in my early life, but mm-hmm. we're hearing more and more now. about now. Yeah. And usually it's the men who are the perpetrators and right. women who are victims. Right. Not always, but mm-hmm. in, in general. Yeah. And we've also heard about how men take it out on themselves. They do personal harm, self-harm. Yeah. They're th- three times more likely to commit suicide than women. Right. And th- th- so I think it, it's a bit of a generalization, but most of us keep our feelings stuffed in. Mm-hmm. And so um, th- that's, uh, uh, that's not exactly what Men's Sheds is about, but it does, what it does is... Uh, it motivated me to find a group that was not so personal, not so uh, challenging, but actually find a group of guys who just want to sit down, yeah. make some new friends, uh, get out of their isolation, because COVID isolated a oh, lot of us. Oh, man, yes. Um, and so uh, we're all sitting in our apartments, and we start to, to realize how much we missed because we weren't uh, meeting with each other. Yeah. So I found this group called, I was going to start a new men's shed where we just talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I found, but I found men's sheds. And wow. uh, it turns out that that's what we do. We actually work on things, but we also talk. Uh, so it's, it, it's really about taking on projects. We work, we work on projects, and we're working shoulder to shoulder. That's the term we use, wow. shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. But as we start building things and getting to know each other, mm-hmm. we can start having those personal, more personal conversations. Oh, I love that. And so it's about connection, and it's about safe connection. And, and then... There's some magic happens when guys get together. Yeah. Yes, women. But when guys get together, start yeah. to build things or fix things. Yeah. 
um, it's a shared a shared experience, and they start to, as we're repairing something that's old and broken. Yeah. Guess guess who else we're repairing? Oh, uh, that's lovely. You know, like like we're it's it's like we're validating ourselves. Yeah. I, you know that's kind of mm-hmm. getting deep about it, but I think that's the in the end, a lot of guys like together and do something useful. This mm-hmm. is about purposeful connection. Yeah. So, um, doing something for the community. Oh, so nice. Initially, we gather and we build stuff for ourselves, but guess what? We end up building uh, benches for uh, indigenous groups or somewhere out in the wow. community, like where you met some fellas. Yeah. And that feels good. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we many of us retired mm-hmm. or, or uh, for one reason or another. Well, this gives us a new sense of purpose, and we just love giving back, frankly. Wow. Men are very giving people yeah. when you give them the chance. So oh. that's my experience of men's sheds and um a whole other people uh have uh, men have shared the same thing the reason we get together is we like to get is a place to go someone to talk to something to do to do yeah and that's the highlight of their week oh and so they know they've got that coming up every week we get there we build something we have some fun maybe we just talk all day and don't do any don't yeah build that's okay too that's okay too yeah but the point is that we gather mm-hmm and so that's kind of the, 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 that's how it works for the members. But mm-hmm. as I see it, uh, like we have 100 sheds now in Canada. Mm. You've got a whole bunch of older uh, men. We don't restrict it to older men, but a lot of mm. men who have a lot of capability, yeah. who are doing projects in their community, who are kind of re- moving into their, their uh, regaining some of their uh, pride in what they do and, yeah. and, and using their skills, and they can start mentoring. They start oh, mentoring younger men. Yeah, they can start teaching women to do to build to build things. Uh, yeah. use power saws, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it doesn't need to be all about older men. So yeah. we're now incorporating younger men into our groups. Oh. Um, we're expanding out, uh, trying to in- increase our diversity. Um, and there are small sheds that just are six guys meeting, five or six guys meeting yeah. for coffee. There's big sheds where there's 120 men. Oh, so they have to come just every night of the week. You can't have 120 yeah. guys together. Yeah, and they build stuff and they and they uh, sell things and they refurbish things and they have uh, um, stores and they they turn into a huge uh, <laughs> in, in a huge endeavor. Yeah, that, that involves so many men in, mm-hmm. in these communities, mm-hmm. and that's having a big Im- impact on the community. Yeah, so. Um, uh, Sheds are of every color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just in Canada. You know, there's 3,000. Started in Australia, moved oh. to Ireland and England. And uh, I've been to some sheds in England. Wow. Love it. It's usually 10 or 20 guys getting together, doing something small in their mm-hmm. communities. And it's a place to be. And I really just enjoy being in their company. That's the selfish yeah. part for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. But also I enjoy uh, creating opportunities for sheds to grow. Uh, wow. For other sheds to grow, so I'm. I like to go out and talk to people about starting a shed in Vegreville, yeah. where there's one now just starting oh, up, nice. or maybe uh, nor- in Morinville mm-hmm. where they're interested. We're ha- we have about 25 or 20 sheds yeah. today. I bet we have 30 in, in yeah. a year from now in in Alberta. Yeah. Wow! So it's an idea. I guess whose time has come. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I agree. And our biggest advocates mm-hmm. uh, are women, frankly. Yeah. They want to send their wives or their husbands, their brothers, their fathers, their sons. Yeah. Because they know that men need to get together. Mm-hmm. And that we once we do, we, st- we really enjoy, we really yeah. blossom. Yeah. And at least that's the case for me. So I think I, I like that the fact that uh, women are advocates of this. Yeah. I would be an advocate too. 
because I see the importance for not just men, everyone's mental health, right? Yep. If you take care of yourself through these men shed, <clears throat> you're, you're, you're transferring that energy, that positive energy over to your loved ones too, yep. right? Yep. That's all oh, really quite amazing. That's right. And, and, and <laughs> we have on our board of directors nationally, we have a woman who's just decided she'll be on the board because it was such an impact on yeah. her husband. Oh, wow. And that's what we find. The, uh, women are, are big supporters. Mm -hmm. And even in my community, even in my local community of yeah. Ritchie here in town, yeah. um, the, the, community, the women community leaders are sending their men and yeah. they're just supporting us and they give us a free space to work in. Oh, my gosh. They realize the need and we... You know, we, we actually take care of the community hall now in, yeah. in, in my shed. Oh. So we have a lot to give back. And uh, there's a lot of us out there. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, men's shed seems like a lot of people are hearing about it now. Mm -hmm. and that's good. All positive. Yeah, that's good. So you yeah. talk about the demographics within men's shed. Now, is this just in Edmonton here? Do you find out that, <clears> like, <throat> there's a lot of older men uh, and you're trying to bring in the younger the younger men to, to mentor. Uh, talk yeah. about that a little bit. That's the that's the sort of the evolution of the shed. Yeah. It, it, it often starts out with older retired guys right. who maybe got or widowed or retired or uh, for some reason they're on their own. And they get together and start building things. But uh, it happened to me. I'm out, we're outdoor, we're working on outdoors, working on something and some guys walk by and say, well, what are you doing? Oh, nice. Some younger guys and say, can we help? Like, oh, really? You know, can we join? So uh, oh. half of my half of my shed, which is only ten or twelve guys, are older like myself, but half of them are younger in their thirties and forties. Oh, nice! And so it's a real mix. And then yeah. we even have some younger guys who want to come in. Nice in their teens or twenties, because yeah. uh, you know maybe they'd like. To, nobody ever taught them about using tools or mm -hmm. equipment. They kind of live in a virtual world. Yeah. What we that's not where we're at. Yeah, good. We're, at, we're in the hands-on world. Good. Sort of uh, concrete. You yeah. know, we're standing on the ground. Mm -hmm. We're working with real things in yeah. life. That's somehow, to me, a little more uh, genuine and real about yeah. life yeah. than virtual. This I, is, I agree because, yeah. uh, you know, even with my son, he's like, I mean, they, they're in the gaming world, right? Yeah. I don't think there is a purpose in that unless you're yeah. like at the top. You know, I, I did watch a doc. I did watch a documentary on a lot of things, and I've seen documentaries on gamers. Um, yep. And usually, the the families are, unless they're making a million bucks, are not big advocates of it, right? right. So, right. Um, we don't want to go that route, obviously, for uh, many reasons. Um, I know a, a few of my friends whose sons just stay in the gaming room, and that's yep. it all day. So, yeah. I like I said, I don't see a lot of purpose in it. Um, my my son does connect with some of his friends. But I would prefer to see the hands-on experience. Yeah. I, absolutely. So an in-person connection. Oh, so, you need that. You know, uh, communication is three-quarters body language. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so I get a lot more talking to somebody in person than mm -hmm. on Zoom, even though I'm their face on yeah. in Zoom. Yeah. Uh, if I'm sitting in a room like I am here with yeah. you. A lot of the communication is how, how we sit. Oh, how, it's how so react. much better. And I agree because, I, I mean, I do have some of my virtual um, podcasts. Mm -hmm. But I always say, you know, I yeah. would prefer in person because yep. I get your energy better, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, totally agree with that. Yep. So, uh, you know, let's talk about uh, men's mental health in general. Uh, you, you delved in a little bit about the challenges. Can you expand more, especially, you know, compared to, you know, in the past and what it's like now? Well, I'd like to think that things are improving now. Um, uh, there's... there's uh, Gender issue, the old gender roles um, are kind of dissolving. 
Uh, if a man can be a better man, it's usually about being more nurturing, about being uh, more present, right, and more engaging. And and, and I think that that's you. You no longer have to go out there and hunt hunt the buffalo and drag him home. Right, right. That's not required. Uh, and because uh, we also have this history of uh, the the toxic toxic part of masculinity, we need to tone. And we, I'm not saying we need to. But a lot of men are choosing to tone that down and focus more on what's important, which is about being a family man. Oh, nice. Or being somebody who's respectful, respectful and responsible and caring. Mm-hmm. And so I would like to think that the incidences of domestic violence are going down, which would be nice yes. if that was true. Mm-hmm. I think we have a, lot way to, a long ways to go there. I would like to think that men have some place that men in general uh, are not... St- stuffing keeping things in so therefore mm-hmm. it doesn't come out sideways right or, or that they just decide it's not worthwhile to take their own lives this or, yeah through their actions through yeah their actions there's so many reasons to be down you know yeah out there in the world but uh, um i guess the mental health is really about emotional health how am i handling it is it okay to be angry sometimes about things because yes. there are things that do make me angry is it okay to be sad about some things my gosh, there's so many things. But if I can be sad, then I can be joyful as well. Yes. Yeah. So it's about expanding the range, at least mm-hmm. for me. And again, I'm just speaking about yeah. me. But this has resonated with a lot of other men. Uh, it's okay to talk about how we're feeling. Um, it's really uh, makes life richer. Yeah. Yep. And I agree. Because if you if you hold it in, like I said, to me, that's dangerous. Yeah. Right? Um, you've got it inside of you. I, I was just telling uh, my last podcast uh, that uh, I had a, um, um, a guest from Venezuela, and I, I heard his story twice through the Living Library at the university mm-hmm. and through my podcast. <clears throat> and he was still very emotional talking about it. Yep. And what had <clears throat> happened after the podcast, after we recorded, I said, are you okay? And he said, oh, God, yes, <laughs> of course I'm okay. Yeah. Every time I yeah. talk about it, yes. I feel better. Yes. And I think that's important, right? Well, as it turns out, sitting in circle, talking about it, uh, whatever the issue is, mm-hmm. if it, and we all have issues, mm-hmm. we all have wounds, mm. but if we talk about it and share it with somebody else, with other men, all of a sudden it kind of gets lighter. Yes. Well, that's one thing, yeah. sharing it. The second thing is the other guy says, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Uh, it's the same for me. The understanding, yeah. My wife passed away and I don't know what the heck to do with myself. Yeah. So all of a sudden, there's a connection there and I'm not alone. And mm-hmm. that's that's where the... The, the group dynamic then really yeah. helps men say, well, I'm really not alone. Yeah. Other guys know what I'm talking about. Wow. Other guys have the same issues. But that's just part, of, you know, part of the men shed. That's about the issue, the mental health side. There's the positive mental health mm-hmm. of taking a role in, in the community again. Yeah. Instead of being isolated away and feeling redundant. Right. Taking a role, doing something good, having people say, well, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Oh. Also, kind of gives us a purpose and regains, you know, in our life, we can either treat our elders as people who are elderly, yep. or we can, we can respect them as elders. Yes. And the same for us older guys. We can either mm-hmm. take on the role of uh, a victim or somebody left behind, yeah. or we can take on the elder role, Yeah. which means I have a responsibility to give back. Oh. And I think that's what a lot of men just do unconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so lovely. <laughs> so, um, so where do you see what's what is the future of men's shed? Like you see that obviously growing. Um, yeah. What are what are the projects or initiatives you have planned for 
for this great, uh, you know, group? Well, they're just popping up all over the place. Mm -hmm. So um, initially, um, we're just supporting, uh, uh, I'm putting my Men's Sheds Canada Mm -hmm. hat on. Mm -hmm. Initially, we have like 100 sheds and we want to get maybe two, you know, 150 by the end of the year. Sure. But that's individual sheds and we want to help them to get started. But just like individual men getting together as a group, what about sheds as groups? What about starting community? Online communities where men can talk to each other. Men, I can show up in Fort St. John and show up to a shed or something. We want to start creating communities of sheds. Yeah. That's one thing because instead of uh, 100 points of light, it can be a network of of light. Mm -hmm. So uh, we want to start creating more uh, uh, sharing between sheds and visiting between sheds. Nice. There's also naturally, of course, what's going to come out of this is that uh, women will say, well, what about us? Why can't you have a she shed? Well, oh. you can. And in uh, England and in yeah. Australia, they have. They've started their own she sheds where they get together really? and do projects. Oh. So, um, and there can be other, we're hoping there can be other kinds of sheds that are cultural sheds. Um, wow. That are focused on more on uh, about re- regaining cultural pride rather yeah. than building things. Wow. And so uh, there's all kinds of room for this to expand into what a community needs and what mm-hmm. a group of people needs. Oh my God, that's amazing. But if it's about giving back, and I don't want to put any other groups around, but yep. often it's getting together and having a drink and complaining. Right. That's not what we're about. Right. We're about actually giving back. Yeah. And uh, to ourselves, to ourselves, mm-hmm. but also to the community. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why that would ever stop. Yeah. So it's kind of a flame that started growing. And <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful flame. It's growing, yep. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is amazing. And I'm learning more about what Men's Shed is all about now through yeah. through this conversation. And there's certainly a lot of older men out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, the idea is catching on. Yeah. And then, and then, as I said, we then we move the demographic downwards. Yeah. We start mentoring. We start supporting mm-hmm. younger men who could then move outwards and have an influence. Right. So um, hopefully it's a, it's, it's, it's a, I don't know where it'll ever end. And, and it's been going for 30 years in Australia. Wow. It just keeps expanding. Oh, that's so, amazing. Uh, Canada, no, it's not going to end yeah. for sure. No, no. It's it's something that's needed like, yeah. continuously forever. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so hopefully the government will realize that there has never been mental health as for, of senior men, of older men, has never mm. been identified. We've never been a vulnerable group just because they think of us as a majority, not a minority. Oh. But so they never actually focused anything on for senior men. So we hope that, uh, you know, that sooner or later or we convince them yeah. that, in fact, senior men are a vulnerable group. If yeah. they do tend to more towards isolation, they need programs nationally or provincially. Mm-hmm. And they need funding for those programs. Right. So that it's not just the Men's Sheds movement, which are, we're yeah. all volunteers, almost yeah. all volunteers. Yeah. So um, hopefully the governments will start to see the light and, and support us. Gosh, that that is yeah. important. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. What a great story that you've just told uh, about men, men's mental health. My goodness. Yeah. Wow. And yet... It all starts with a small group of guys. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's really important is the shed itself thrives because the guys want it to. Oh. So I can't make another shed work. It's them who have to, who will make yeah. it work. And, but uh, the, once they come to see our sheds, they say, yeah, we could do some of that. Yeah. And, and so uh, sheds will be popping up uh, for years and years and years. Yeah, so. that's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, before we finish here, I have a very important question to ask you. Yeah. And that is, Brian, what matters to you the most? <laughs> well, family matters to me the most, yeah. and community matters to me the mm. most. So 
despite all the things that are going on out there yeah. that are reasons to kind of, you know, shiny, whether they're shiny objects or they're black doom, that doesn't, inf- that doesn't have to influence how I you know, work in my community mm-hmm. or with my friends or how the communities work with themselves and to build something positive. Right. So it's all about connection, a good, safe connection, but fruitful connection and inviting others in. So um, that's to me. I'll just say that's a bit of a transition. I used to think that I was on the outside. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, in my younger life. Yeah. I've learned to invite men in or invite people in. Oh. (laughs) So it's a whole other perspective. Wow. That's what Men Sheds is about, is about inviting men in. Yes. Yep. Wow. Well, thank you so much for this incredible discussion. And yeah, we need to get... More men out there, more males out there for, for men's yeah. shed. I think it's uh, important. Let's have those conversations yeah. and keep going. And if you want to know more about us, yeah. just Google us, Men's Sheds, yep. and you'll find us. Yes. Men's Sheds Canada. Awesome. Yep. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Brian. Malida. Thanks for having me. Yeah.